0: We
1: made this. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Life's Milestones, a podcast by me, Mark Adams, a humanist celebrant. This is the podcast about naming ceremonies and birth marriage and relationships, and funerals and death. Once a fortnight, I speak to a different guest and ask them a similar format of questions that do change organically depending on how they answer. My guest this week is Fraser Summers. He's a friend of mine that I've known for 10 years now, and we've been great friends for that time, despite a big age difference, him being, well, 15 years younger than I am. We've got such similar tastes that we always, always got on. Uh, Essentially, we're both massive geeks into things like comic books and film and video games and all of that sort of stuff. We have, in the last ten years, produced a huge amount of online content together, including a year's worth of a podcast called Geek of the Week, various videos on YouTube, and lots of other weird and wonderful, geeky projects. Fraser has a master's in media production, which means that he has worked for KMTV in Kent, and he's worked at the Nickelodeon Park, and you could, and I'm not exaggerating here, you could see him working for the BBC in future. He's a friend of mine that I'm so proud of for how he's lived his life, how he's made the right decisions for him, moved around the country and got the qualifications he needs to progress onto what he wants. And it's such a pleasure to have him on this podcast because I think he's really interesting. I also think the way I've scheduled this with Fraser, who is young and not in a relationship, never been married, following on from Guy Otten, who was the guest on the last episode, that you'll see a contrast between their two interviews. This was recorded quite a while ago now, I think it was February, because I trust Fraser, it was the pilot, and it was good enough that I thought, it's great, let's get it on to the actual podcast itself. It does mean it was recorded pre-coronavirus, so there is no acknowledgement of the current situation in there. That has its advantages and its disadvantages, and the coronavirus has affected my work as a celebrant, and it has affected the scheduling of this show, which... I think i touched on in the intro to the last episode but that's it from me i'm going to hand over to past me i suppose and fraser <laughs> my guest today is fraser summers hello fraser
0: hello mark how's it going
1: i'm all right how are you
0: i'm good i'm good not too bad excited to uh, be the guinea pig of this experiment
1: <laughs> we're gonna go through the standard questions everybody gets asked the same but they, they, they do kind of change depending on
0: how you answer some of the questions but
1: that'll become self connected yeah play, that'll yeah. be self-explanatory the as-
0: disrupt the flow by like putting a dam in there and being like no this question yeah. needs to go in
1: first question is how old are you
0: oh, that's a very good question Many people won't believe it. I'm 24. You've never looked your age? No, no, I'm pretty sure from when I was born, they probably still thought, hang on, this is still supposed to be inside of you. Um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow that's a bit of a morbid image I should have just gone for a younger one being like are you sure this baby's just not growing <laughs> <laughs> do, do you still get ID'd for um, everything including um, including energy drinks lottery tickets yeah <laughs> <Lighters>. <laughs> Ener- yeah energy drinks is like 12 years old right it's <laughs> 16 now 16 energy drinks now. No, now I remember once being ID'd for like at the, at the time I'm glad I I'd got ID'd because it was like Sprite had just released like this energy drink version of Sprite and I bought it thinking oh it's a cool can and they were like id for like being 12 and i was like i've got my planner you know from high school and i was like i'm not high school so clearly i'm the age and then i thought i was like why have you been so picky about sprite and then i realized it was an need drink i was like oh i don't want that anyway i want that <laughs> and if that was me now i probably wouldn't drink sprite either but like, oh. can you still get do you reckon you could still cheat and get like child fares on buses and things? Oh yeah, because you used to do that when you were
1: eighteen. I remember. Well, I, st- I,
0: st- I still did it before, like twenty twenty. My Year's one of my New Year's resolution was being a bit more honest. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: what, well, and not having child fares anymore? Yeah,
0: yeah, so... <laughs> and also paying for the tram as well, which, oh, it was so bad. The first time I came back to Manchester in 2020, I just forgot to pay for the tram, and I was like, no, this has ruined my New Year's resolution already. So you failed your New Year's resolution in January. But, to be fair, I got on the tram again, so then I did. I managed to bring it all back together, and I did pay for it. But my, I was like, man, this is so expensive. What, what it is expensive. This, what, this is why I don't pay. I don't pay all the time. Like, I've got most of the time about 16 for to 25 rail garden and down to doon sylph more um, that was a terrible london accent i don't know that wasn't a london accent that was just my voice coming out. i don't know what it sounded like no but it's Dance, uh, that's, that's better london one i was like doon Sounded uh, <laughs> that's scottish uh, that, yeah i think that's what that's it was. north dear that's a bit of scottish heritage coming out for you well it's because you've got a very scottish name i have fraser And the summers is Irish. Oh, there you go. Multicultural. A little mix there, So you've
1: kind of actually answered the next question, which is uh, where are you from and what's your background? You Uh, sound Mancunian.
0: Yeah, I am from Manchester. Born and raised in uh, Manchester. Moved to Aberystwyth, middle of nowhere, Wales, for uni the first time around. And then now I'm down south in Kent for uni part two. Masters, right? Masters, yeah, yeah. What's the thing, Jack of All Trades, Masters of None or something? <laughs> I'm trying to get a Masters in something. And it's all sort of mixing together. Well, interesting enough, actually, I'll mention there um, about my name because it's quite funny. So my granddad was very Irish, proper, oh, and my parents were dead worried because he wanted him, me to have, like, a proper Irish name. So they didn't tell... My granddad my name for like the longest time until one day it must just have slipped out one day and he goes, Oh Fraser Oh well, that's a good name. <laughs> I was gonna do an Irish accent but it might have turned Scottish Proper the morning. Oh
1: oh, oh Fraser, what a good name. Oh dear! So tell me something about you that makes you interesting. I mean, I've known you for years. I did a podcast with you for twelve months. We've done loads. You're going to sp- say twelve years? No, gonna, no, oh just, goodness, just got 12, me as a twelve months. Twelve year old? <laughs> no. Um, and we we've there's loads. And if, if you look hard enough, there's loads and loads of stuff of you and me doing random media stuff. Yeah. On on the internet. If you found my YouTube channel, then you've probably found Frozen. videos of you and what me. What I look like? And you go,
0: you do not look your age you're no, right. you Peter Pan. But since then, tell me about what makes you interesting. I love that because, like, when it's at the beginning when you start, that it sounded a bit like a job interview. So tell me what makes you interesting. Uh, I have uh, good skills at this, and it's like, well, now the whole point of this podcast is that I have interesting friends who
1: do cool true. stuff, and I want you to tell the world what you do before I then ask you loads of
0: really, really personal questions. Deep questions <laughs> set you all ease, and then. Now, what do you think the meaning of life is? Oh, no. <laughs> what have you become? Oh, what? No, to be fair, I think most of my success in interviews is because I'd rather I'd actually have the conversation we're currently having rather than being like, oh, so, so many skills. And it's, it's a weird thing when you ask someone what makes you interesting. And I feel especially when you ask, like, a British person because we're all quite modest in a way and I think yeah. that's what makes it harder to be like harder for like sometimes british people or just modest people in general to like write TVs or do interviews or talk to people about themselves because it's like mm. you're trying to boost your ego but that, that's I'm kind of the point of this is that i keep poking people to advertise themselves yeah, really yeah, you're pretty cool I, I yeah i mean i wish i had like an exciting business to go on about and promote but there's no shameless promoting here um so at the moment i'll sort of try and Maybe, yeah, Maybe it might be best trying to work my way backwards. So another one of my 2020 goals is to, um, it's more for the decade, is to be Peter Pan at a Disney theme park of some description, and at the moment, I'm sort of, like, leading my way towards that, because where it's come from is, I've worked at a summer camp for the past four years, it's going to be five, and... You know, it's, there's a lot of things like oh, you look like Peter Pan. Mainly, because I think it's because of the, again the British thing, and also the fact well, that you, you I don't, I don't you age. don't age. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's one of the big goals. So if you ask me this in a couple of years' time, that'll be the big interesting thing. So I'm Peter Pan that thingy. But at the moment, I currently work as a character performer at a Nickelodeon theme park in Lakeside, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And I think the technical term is that I'm friends with Patrick and Raph from the Ninja Turtles. Right. And- Okay. Patrick's from SpongeBob, and Raffish from Ninja <laughs> So Don't worry, you've not been watching the wrong shows and been getting That employees. would be an odd crossover. <laughs> yeah, and then at the Met. Moment, I'm studying journalism because I want to sort of combine the two together. I know that sounds crazy, but I want to go into like children's news reporting, like cbb news round. But you are on telly on a local channel, right? Yeah, on Kent K- tv KMTV, which is really cool. So that's my internship. So at the moment, I'm doing a uni, degree, a master's degree, an internship, and working a weekend job as a captive. And it's it's pretty cool because. You know, you could just do one of them and you'd be happy. And I find doing all three makes me extremely happy, but also a hell of a lot busier. Nothing wrong with being busy. But it's good, and it's good when you have, like, holidays and stuff like that to, like, break stuff up. And I think that's... Yeah, that's one thing I was trying to do. I was trying to keep busy. Like, when I was at uni, I would always go uni straight to camp, to uni back to camp. And I think
1: five years at, at, at doing camp america stuff or whatever the company it's not camp america American,
0: American. But, but if you go through camp america they will take all your money yeah before and after like they will take a lot of money for you to go there and then they take most of your paycheck america it's cheaper to go there and it's also you get your full paycheck Oh, there you go. Didn't you? Didn't promoting, you used to prom- work for American yeah, at one point as well? Promoting oh. someone else. So I, <laughs> I still work for their parent company, Invasion, but that's for like rep when they need reps to do right. like uni tours. Like I might be going in one soon to but- Amsterdam. I've done a few to like Budapest and all across the place. So you're interested in travel journalism? Yeah, yeah. There's, and that's the other side of it as well as like travel. Like, um, like I mentioned before, with the whole like British. Like, modest thing i think going to america is sort of removes some <laughs> modesty
1: it's it's an, it's an amazing thing five years of americamp and going and doing the whatever you want to call it going and yeah. doing the american camps
0: is it's it's a phenomenon i don't know many people that have done it once let alone five times yeah he gets addictive i think i put on my instagram bio camp Addict. it's actually really funny the the bio i've got at the moment because i've obviously put like uh student intern journalist then I put make-believer because I'm trying to describe what I do because obviously the way we met was through pro wrestling yeah yeah you've been a wrestler as well don't forget that 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 was my big adventure the last decade and then this next decade is like Peter Pan and then job job like real job job so you don't think you'll go back to wrestling then Uh I don't think so and that's like I feel like something huge is gonna happen like for that like I'm just so done of like coming back in the UK and then trying to like break in again and break in again and Mm. it's just like it's you know you chip away so much and you like i feel like i've got a lot of creativity and like if you do yeah but if it's not being used at one point it gets quite blocked up and like come on this is you know it's Mm. so who knows like i might get an opportunity when i'm in america or like somewhere else and i feel like while i'm still young i want to try and do as much as much as i can so who knows i'm like one of those people who like okay i'm 30 now i've done everything i wanted to do that i had to do when i was young now i'm gonna go into wrestling and just be like mm. knock it out like i think you, you remind me so much of me a, a lot of the time
1: because i want to do everything i want to have a go yeah. at everything and i want to be good at everything and i don't want to waste yeah. any of my life and and i see that in you so much yeah.
0: and one of the reasons i think we're so so close friends, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, definitely. And it is it is one of them, is it? Because I think it's because we've both had times where we feel like we have wasted our time. Or, yeah. Like, and it's, and ironically for me, a lot of that was through wrestling. But well, you you don't get it back. You, yeah. You don't get the time you've wasted back. You don't get a fully functioning arm back or a, a full tooth or a. Uh, what other injuries did they get? So,
1: wait, th- you're talking about your wrestling injuries,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Both from training as well, not even from exciting like shows or anything like that, and nothing, mm. nothing too exciting either as well. They weren't even like, oh, I did a triple somersault and then broke my arm. It's like doing a headlock like takeover, and I think one of them was just l- landing and up and over, and I like landed on your teeth. Yeah, uh, well, it wasn't like my teeth. My two teeth had a battle, and one tooth lost. <laughs> <laughs> I still carried on the rest of the match. No one would have known because it wasn't televised. or you know even recorded anyway it's is a training match but yeah, uh, you go on don't you I guess yeah. and, but that's the thing as well like they th- like the wrestling thing I was very proud of the creative stuff there and like I'm still proud like I'd still love for it to be shown like I'm um, very proud of the Justin Paul character
1: yeah I thought the Justin Paul character was um, fantastic
0: sort of like millennial vlogger could be the worst person in the world or you know you could really be like oh love it just for the entertainment I think mm-hmm. it's all about the entertainment and I think what I got from wrestling was I want to entertain people, so mm. that part of me still stuck. So I don't see it as like you know that won't don't want to go. oh, It's a total waste of time. No, because uh, I did put a lot of years into it, and it's I think I think it's for it's me the Spider Man journey as well. Spider Man became Spider Man wrestled for a bit and then became a superhero. So <laughs> well, I think for me that. The people that i meet through wrestling
1: that i wouldn't have met otherwise i i value that probably more than anything the reality is you and i probably wouldn't well you know i wouldn't be friends yeah. if it wasn't for the fact that we met through professional wrestling
0: and yeah. that's that's fantastic we've as far a, as you know i got a very dot brown marty um fly like connections like how did they become how did them see become come like how did this and this? Yeah. it's always funny when i like talk to people my friend mark who's of a certain age of a certain age and it's, it's not like, that old i'm 41 like, not and 70 like, and they're like how did like and it's just like because i used to keep wrestling a bit of it not a secret or well, be like oh i was in the closet i was a closet wrestler, closet wrestler wrestling fan or a closet wrestler but i just just didn't really talk about it that much and then but oh yeah well i used to wrestle and then and "Like what and it's like mm. well. i think also another thing wrestling sort of helped and didn't help with The latter, definitely, for the longest time, was, like, body dysmorphia. You know, you have to look, like, a certain way, and I guess that was difficult to find out when you're a teenager, Hmm. like, growing up around... Adults. Gigantic humans. Yeah, adults. And also, you know, your fellow teens who are, like, hitting puberty way before you. I only hit it last week, so, you know... (laughs) Still still catching up. I'll let you know when I've got a mood swing halfway through the... uh, (laughs) through the podcast. But no, I think that was difficult as well and I think that's why I identified with Spider-Man so much because he was this teenage hero who was around... Mm. Um, I'm very proud I'm getting Peter Pan and Spider-Man in this, so this is just... Peter Pan and Spider-Man, your two favourite things, right? (laughs) That's Spider-Pan. But I think that's why I identify... Because a lot of people ask me, oh, why are you so obsessed with Spider-Man? People would just be like, you know, you can give the throwaway answers, like, he's so cool. But it was that thing of, like, he was around all these big heroes, and I think that sort of helped. And I kind of wish I knew that when I was younger. Like, I did, like... I don't think I was this profound when I was 15. (laughs) No. And if I was, then maybe it would have been, like, I would have had less issues with my body, whereas, like, now it's sort of, like, it's great seeing, like, Tom Holland and stuff like that and, you know, seeing a younger Spider-Man on screen as well as reading mm. it in comics. Because reading it in comics did help a lot, and then when seeing it in film, I was like, okay, this is even more. And that's what helped me come back to wrestling for the, like, the only brief time that I did, but I enjoyed the shows that I did. Um, yeah. But then what made that difficult was just, like, you know, it's new, new faces there. It's like, how would you... Yes, yeah. sort of change. But yeah, to answer it's a long-winded thing to answer. Maybe if I'm in another country, I might try and go there—Australia, America—or and like, "Oh, you're new here." So. Yeah. One last kind of attempt at it. Yeah, but for In the UK, I probably just yeah, chill, focus on the, all the stuff.
1: Okay, let's go on to talking about
0: birth. When and where and how were you born? I remember it like it was yesterday. No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it too. Yeah, <laughs> bubby first. face. Uh, yeah, so I was born in Manchester. I can't remember the specific hospital. I think it's Withington, maybe. There is a Withington hospital. Yes, wherever I was born in it is a different <laughs> situation altogether. I'd be terrible if I had, like, a Wikipedia page, because even I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just born in a hospital, I think a couple of weeks. Uh, I think I was supposed to be born in February. Or at least that was always the excuse my mum gave when my birthday we- birthday parties were in February and March travelling than in January. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Legit. I did have a very cool surprise party once when I was 16. My mum managed to plan it with all my friends, which was very impressive because I didn't know she knew the contacts for my friends. Mm. Um, and it was a very cool surprise party in pizza, which I was very obsessed with at the time and all our friends were... And that was one of the greatest birthdays, but that was also in March, so... In March, I okay. I can imagine it was a very good surprise party. But no, yeah, I think that's um, one of the things that's always been interesting, is the sort of, like, being born in January, people might talk about this, is, you know, everyone's so broke from December that, like... No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I less and less celebrate it now, um, but one of my new decade resolutions was because my birthday last year... It was so depressing it was i was in work and i was like the days before it were great because i did mm. stuff but oh my goodness like and it was a long shift it was like the sunday shift when i used to work at power league and that was like the longest day like because it was nothing would be happening right you're sitting on desk and i'd be like oh my goodness and I, I think i was ill as well or it might be when i was like had this hole in my right side of my cheek was just boomed up oh i remember that I think that might be my birthday. Oh, it was. It felt like that was on a Sunday anyway. So Sundays were not good for me on that front. But yeah, so I was like, I made a point of being like, okay, each birthday now I've got to just take time for me, even if it's not doing something, even if it's not like, oh, I'll go and see a Broadway show or I'll go to. I went to Budapest one year, but it technically I wasn't. It's like you know how people say, oh, I didn't go for my birthday. Like I went like with Invasion to do. To rep a trip, but it was also like, ah, oh, it's my birthday, so yeah, which is nice. Cool. I've never spent my birthday abroad, I don't think. Yeah, um, but do, you, do you really value birthdays then? I'm then trying to now. That's like mm. my new future thing because it's one of those things we'll talk about this later on. I think probably with death, it sort of stems. I think almost from a fear because I think when you get older, birthdays are less like a celebration, more like oh, I'm getting older.
1: Well, as we know, as we've established, I'm apparently your Doc Brown, yeah. and therefore significantly older. <laughs> no, <And that's- laughs> I made a fuss for my fortieth because I thought people wanted me to. Yeah, yeah. But I only made as much fuss as I wanted to. I I still did it on my terms. I basically yeah. said, I'm going to this pub do you want to come to everyone I know and like? And more people than I expected actually turned up, and it was really, really nice. For my 41st, I genuinely made a point of just spending time with me and my partner. I didn't want to make a fuss yeah. of it.
0: I think it's like finding something, like just finding a day to enjoy yourself. Like mm. I've been going on and on for the longest time about wanting to go to a chiropractor. Right. I <laughs> think that might be a yearly <laughs> tradition. so <laughs> Going to a chiropractor. to us. Birthday okay. treat. Oh, there we go. Okay. Now I'm back I'm aligned for the new new means to... <laughs> But yeah, I, <laughs> I guess mean, I
1: mean it's your birthday, you can do what that, you want, that's it. It. I was
0: also uh, obviously the Christmas season and stuff like that, I watched the rise of the Guardians and the big story about that is like Jack Frost. Um, you know, he wants people to believe that he exists as well and that the whole big story is oh, at the end he gets so, this is very metaphorical. Right. But I was thinking about, like, <laughs> this might not happen, but if you start to see it on my Instagram and wonder why I've got white hair, this is why. So right. I was thinking about doing a yearly tradition on my birthday, spraying my hair white. Right. And it's, this sounds a bit, this is going to be so annoying, and if I, if you punch me in the face when you meet me because of this, I totally understand. Right. But doing a whole thing of, you know, like, I'm, like people only seem to post on your Facebook what well, when it's your birthday. Yes doing like a Jack Frost post being like oh this is the yearly reminder that I exist <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but that's a bit too much But yeah, also, the, 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 <laughs> it is a bit of a thing on Facebook isn't it uh, but that's why I removed my um, birthday on Facebook it's also meant to be apparently very good for protecting your data and stuff no, like no, that okay. and also if you don't put your actual age on anywhere because people can easily fraud you but it's fine yeah, fair enough But yeah Birthdays Trying to make him a good thing yeah. Trying to And I think it's just that thing of like You know like Christmas and New Year Again it's like a, Another year's past so Like Yeah You're still celebrating The passage of time In a good way And sort of looking at it Positive So I'm trying to do that mm. Now no, that makes a lot of sense I'll keep you updated On how that goes Yeah I do <laughs> When it goes, oh, I'm working on my birthday. Going, oh, yeah. But you know, I don't think I've ever worked on my birthday. Yeah, really? I think that. I think that might be the first step. Is just like no matter what job I've say. Oh, sorry, 27th of January. That's the day off. Yeah, just fair enough. for those not including que- that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> All right. Next up, do you have any children? Not that I'm aware of. Not
0: that you're aware of. So
1: n- I'm not not pretty at, sure not no. at
0: time of recording. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, so no, what have you? Rev- what are you bringing out here now? No. <laughs> so funnily enough six of them <laughs> <laughs> this isn't this is your life don't worry
1: are you planning on having children
0: uh yeah i uh, no i was gonna make a terrible joke and i was gonna say yeah i want one of each kind so 127 <laughs> 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 D- yeah definitely i think kids is you know i've worked a lot with kids in the in the past and currently and will do in the mm. future like i like i said one of my goals is to work with cbbc even new genre like blue peter that whole peter pan thing yeah um, and you're great with kids as well yeah and i think it's uh, i don't know i think it's it helps that i'm also a kid as well at heart but i've got <laughs> some adult responsibilities so i sort of combine the spider-man and peter pan so you look like peter pan and you've got a peter pan complex yeah you so see i've only got the peter pan complex <laughs> i don't have the uh the looks unfortunately Definitely. i try and keep the responsibility side of like spider-man as well mm. so it's, it- Kind of balances out quite well, but yeah, I definitely see the whole a little version of me, or like obviously calling Peter. You'd go, if you were calling Peter, would Call you? Calling Peter. So someone so was, p- someone was suggesting Pan as a name. No, Pan's not a name. Parker well, it, works. Parker could work. But I may, maybe Pan is a middle name. I think Peter covers both, though, doesn't he? Peter it? does it really well. Mm. Yeah. I Pete. Think it's just if you have that second. So 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 little Pete. Or what, what, what happens if it's a girl? Would it be Gwen? Is it Gwen Stacy or, oh, no, or maybe. Mary Jane? I think the wife could decide then. Oh, okay, so... I mean, there is a cool mix of uh, Gwendy, because it's Gwen and Wendy. Gwen and... <laughs> okay. But I would never force that upon a
1: child. No. In theory, let's say it's Peter. When you've got little Peter, will you be having a naming ceremony, a christening, or any other ceremony to welcome your child or your children into
0: the world, do you think? See, I think before our friendship, I never really thought of this part of, like, having a child. is like, oh, you have a naming ceremony or something like that. And obviously, that Or you can dip them in water and do the... No, you don't dip them in water, do you? You put them next that, to the, That's the a
1: confirmation. It's when you're an adult, where well, you, you're a teenager and you, you're dipped into the you water. throw you in. Didn't? A christening <laughs> is, is where a, a priest will dip his hand in water and draw a cross on your yeah, forehead. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't really think I would, to be fair I think I'm more of a geek, to be honest So I might do something kind of geeky with it but naming ceremonies usually in geek culture usually because they're turning into a villain like I wouldn't right. I now pronounce you Darth Pan Darth <laughs> or, Pan or something like that and have the you kid, can't call your ha- child Darth Pan and have the kid raise up or do like something from The Lion King and do like a whole nah <laughs> and all my but like a geek version so if I had like all my friends around in different superhero costumes and then have my or like Disney costumes costume, depending, <laughs> and then they could be in the Peter Pan outfit, and I could be, like, raised up It sounds like you're convincing yourself that y- you do want a naming ceremony. Um, I, well, yeah, I guess, like, get the geek. <laughs> get the, a very geeky naming ceremony. Yeah, and I think that's really cu- the really cool thing about, like, because naming ceremony doesn't really put any connotations on it, it can literally be anything you want. Yeah, exactly um, right. I was, like, and it's like, you are doing the, the water thing, and... Or a bris, you know, there's ritual in that as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess it's a good point to mention as well, I forgot to mention before, that the camp I worked at was a Jewish camp. So, like, there's a lot of ceremonies in that. And I think that's helped enlighten me a bit with, like... You know, I dealt with Christianity when I was in South Africa a bit because it was huge there. Mm -hmm. Dealt with Judaism a lot in America working in the summer camp. And then, obviously, being your friend, I've learnt more about humanist ceremonies. But I'm still a geek at heart, so... Yeah. I I mean, do do you have any faith at all? Yeah, faith, trust, and pixie dust. I think I have faith, but it's more, like, on the foundation. Like, it's more from, I don't know, the lessons that come from religion. Like, it's more about, like, being a good person and understanding why. And, like, I think it's been really cool, especially... I didn't get to learn that much about Christianity in South Africa, uh, mainly because I was a bit of a buffoon and I didn't really pay attention much then. But that was really (laughs) cool, like, how they sort of you know how they saw christianity and i was like oh, okay that's pretty cool like it's a big part like their morning their morning assemblies would have that and then at camp it sort of had a fun sort of you know the way jewish life is yeah. just sort of embedded like the big one of the big things is like spirituality and sort of like you know tikkunum heal the world and stuff like that and there's yeah i think i have take those values into life but not like a whole oh there's someone out there looking for us that's yeah. why we should do it i think it's just sort of some of the ideas in there are really good less the idea is about the hating people but that seems to be people well, people's what people take from it not what's actually oh, absolutely in the, right what's actually is. in the thing so i think it's one of them i think i wouldn't call myself an atheist i think it's agnostic and it's like oh, i mean there could be yeah. something out there but i'm not worrying my whole life about yeah that. I'm, I'm just yeah, you're, you're pretty agnostic by the yeah, of things i like that that like i'm happy this stuff exists and it sort of brings faith to people because Mm. what kind of horrible world would it be if we were all just like yeah no it's it's all horrible it's horrible when you're born it's horrible when you're alive Mm. and then it's horrible when you're and i think even the stuff we're talking about like what has come from religion like a naming ceremony yeah it's a humanist sort of thing but it does come from these other things well
1: this is the thing just because i 'm humanist, just because people are atheists, just because people are agnostic yeah. people have always, regardless of what their faith is have Clung to ceremonies as yeah. something where people get together to celebrate life. It doesn't need faith for it to be something really yeah, meaningful, exactly. and for you, meaningful apparently is dressing up as Spider Man and and doing the Lion King oh, thing. I I, yeah, I feel like it might be Disney. Be better to do Disney. Uh, Disney but I've, I've got, got quite a lot te- of friends. T- technically, Disney now owns Spider Man. Yeah, exactly. And got, Star Wars. I've got a lot
0: of friends that are obsessed with Disney, though. So I could see like an Elsa and or maybe just mix them all and that everyone because. Yeah, some people. We could have a Star Wars section and Marvel section. So,
1: then. so what you're saying is you're having a cosplay naming
0: ceremony for your Maybe, as yet yeah. unborn child. it's called Peter. Do you know what?
1: You know that what? That sounds I'm to, absolutely marvellous. going I gonna have
0: to put this on like a dating profile or <laughs> like when I meet when I meet the one. Like when as I propose at, on Disney Castle, but like, oh, BT Dub. Um there's a lot of this. <laughs> just play this podcast and just like this is what you're signing yourself up for. That sounds good to me. You do know though, if like if I meet this girl and she's not against all of this, she'd be like, Fraser, she's not the one. <laughs> Remember the line thing. <laughs> Think of Peter. Poor poor Remember Peter. Remember who you are. Exactly. <laughs>
1: All right, so let's talk about weddings. Obviously, the first question is,
0: are you married? Not a time of recording, or that I'm aware of.
1: <laughs> no, not that you're aware of. No.
0: That would be an interesting one if you weren't aware of. I don't of know, there it. was a time in South Africa where I got dragged I got dragged up to the front. There was a load of ladies with their breasticles out dancing and i danced too. i don't know if that is technically a wedding well there. maybe <laughs> maybe you're married to all of no. them <laughs> no i don't think so They're somehow confirm that wasn't uh that was actually how they welcomed um a uk school into what with with bare-breasted women yeah and of course me how old the, were you the youngest uh, well not the youngest looking of them all was sent to the front i can't remember old oh, wasn't been like 15 or Good 15 i hadn't hit puberty yet so I was like gosh that, uh, boobs, boobs. And I think that's probably why they picked me, because all the other ones were like, And I was just like... <laughs> in a bit of like, alrighty then. And then it got put to the front, and then all my mates were like, oh my god, you're so good for those beers. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's uh, something I'm probably going to talk about for many years. Clearly. Either run a podcast or on a therapy couch. Uh, um, I mean,
1: that's an interesting answer to are you married? But yes. But yes. Uh,
0: no, not... So, so, no. Not married. Do you
1: want to get married? Do you believe in marriage? I, did, I believe
0: in a thing called love. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm
0: glad. <laughs> no, so, and sorry. I
1: apologise to all the dogs that are listening.
0: Uh, well, I just didn't know if you wanted some radio additions to this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, definitely want to get married. There was this interesting thing that's come up recently with... Um, I guess I wanted your opinion on it as well to flip the question over to you. Okay, go About civil partnerships, how, like, now same-sex partners can get civil Mm -hmm. partnerships as well. And for me, I was a bit confused about the difference, because I always thought civil partnerships were like, this is going to sound a bit harsh, but, like, the government's way of sort of being like, oh, no, here's your like here's your thing for now but we're gonna work on you getting like the marriage for gay people yeah yeah
1: that's exactly what it was yeah, yeah don't, like, don't sugarcoat that it that, that was that's exactly that what was it always was. my
0: opinion what it was but now like same-sex people are campaigning to have civil partnership and like and they've got it yeah and that, it's i mean it's a great thing that like it's you know it's equality all around and it's sort of giving value maybe beyond the cynical version of civil partnerships well, are just marriage-lite, but was is there a the, difference? The, there is, the, the
1: essential difference was originally, yes, it was what gay people had during the interim process while we yeah. were waiting for marriage. But there was a big talk once gay marriage was brought through whether or not civil partnerships should be cancelled as a thing yeah. or opened up to... Everyone. So opened up to everyone, yeah. yeah. Right. But there was a... A huge amount of time between the those two things happening and there's quite a lot of campaigning for it and for me as, as we know i'm gay I, I i never wanted equality with a little bit of extra stuff because that isn't true equality yeah so there was it was a peculiar inequality caused by circumstance yeah. so i'm glad that it's been kind of brought to, brought all, brought yeah. to a brought to an equal, equal base again the legal rights there is no difference between a civil partnership and a um, and a marriage and the there is an element at least it's argued that there's a pure non-religious
0: element to a civil partnership but i'm not sure i 100 percent agree with that it doesn't really fit as well like you know when you're driving away on the wagon or whatever vehicle you go on and it says like just married just civilly partnered doesn't really (laughs) It <laughs> doesn't really have the same ring to it. The right, Ceremony
1: wise, particularly with a humanist ceremony, there won't be that much yeah. difference because your wedding has made it the way you want it to be with a humanist ceremony yeah, anyway,
0: yeah. you know? But I'm just very glad that it's an equal thing, equal thing. now, you know? I oh, know, definitely. Like, I agreed with, like, because when it was, like, put to me as, like, a quality, I was like, oh, I know, I love a quality and that sounds really good. And then, yeah, that like, I'm glad that it wasn't just me thinking. Like, because I, I didn't know that much about it, to be fair, because I wasn't really... It might sound like I am, but I'm not thinking that much about the wedding just yet. <laughs> Although, let me just describe my favourite But well, what would be <laughs> involved in your perfect wedding? Uh, again, it's probably, like, cosplay, but not, not as costumes. There's, like, what? I don't know. <laughs> Superheroes in civilian wear. No, um... I don't know, because I've already got, like, a Spider-Man suit from... Do you want to get married to Spider-Man? Well, maybe my Spider-Man suit, but, like, actual suit suit, not like not like a costume. Like oh, a, so, you know, yeah, you've got, like, jacket, a suit, jacket and tie that's made to look like Spider-Man's outfit. I've yeah, seen those. I think that would be pretty cool. And I've already got the Spider-Man one, and it was, I think, a bit too big for me, so I've got time to... Oof. To bulk up. Yeah, I think that that would be really cool, Like, I, I guess. I'm a bit of a drama queen, to be honest, so it probably would be a bit of an out-there wedding. You think your wedding would be a bit more spectacular than the norm, then? Well, I don't know. I think it'd just be a bit. I think people would go, "Oh, this is a bit extra in it," and it's like, and then people would go, "Yeah, but it's Fraser in it." <laughs> 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 yeah. Be like, why yeah. you What did you expect? Really? Did you expect him to do to go to like I don't know, Stopport Town Hall and... <laughs> Just be like, yep, yeah, let's sign the documents. Mm-hmm. I always think of like Ted Mosby and stuff like that, you know, when it's like, oh, come on, this is Ted Mosby's wedding, it's got to be. Ted like,
1: Mosby from How I Met oh, Your Mate Mother, of, right? Yeah.
0: The main character, yeah. yeah. It might end up being like Ted Mosby. Go through a lot of, oh, they're the one. They weren't the one. They're the one. They're not the one. They're the one. <laughs> yeah, so, I, so I'd, I'd like to go for a nice, nice affair. I think it would be pretty cool. Don't know what country it'd be in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can get married at So you've thought about what you're wearing, but not where it'll be. Yeah, I guess you, could get, you can get married at the Disney castle, can't you, or something? Yes. And I guess it... Well, a lot of it would be where a significant place for the person I met... Like, if I met someone at camp, getting married at camp would be pretty cool. That would be cool. If I got married, working at Disney, getting married at Disney would be pretty cool. But it's, again, it's that thing of sort of, like... The proposal as well, like, do do you go to a significant place in your relationship when you propose, or do you go to a significant place in your relationship when you get married? Or do you do both, like, I guess you could propose at one, like, if you both worked at a Disney party, you both propose at one Disney party and then get married in front of the castle or whatever, or you, Mm. or, you know, you recreate a Disney wedding at a... Cheaper venue, <laughs> um, <laughs> of course. I might have to start saving now for this one. Yeah, <laughs> and your naming ceremony, and the Disney ceremony naming ceremony, ceremony, ceremony. Disney oh, wedding. Yeah. Might just t- if I t- if I get the ha- if I get my ideal house, just as a you know, like Michael Jackson made the Neverland sort of y- resort. Yes, if I do sort of that. Maybe if I buy Michael Jackson's ne- uh, Neverland resort, he's not using it, is it? Wow.
1: We- we'll talk about death later on in the oh, podcast, no, yeah.
0: but. Uh, <laughs> these are very big ceremonies that mm. i can see you they're like they're like, it's almost like their life's milestones yeah no i can just see you chomping at the bit being like oh that's going to be a big payday for me oh another <laughs> big payday for me Love that Ooh, as if I, that could uh, be a nice holiday to uh, a resort could it that's could it. and you never know also i might find i don't know might find the one in manchester arndale well, and get married in the Arndale. Yeah, get married in the Arndale Centre at Taco Bell. Get married at Taco Bell. Oh, bar burrito. <sighs> and then the rings in the burrito. <gasps> Take mm. a munch and... Wow. There you go. Did you... I ever tell you about the story about when, um, this is a tangent, but I went to Taco Bell and I bit into a burrito and they had, you know the bottle cap? Yeah. From like the sauce, it was in there. And I bit into it and That's I That's not like, very romantic, and That's I not like, a ring. I was like, oh, so, yeah, I know, yeah, could you imagine that as a proposal? Oh, thank you an onion ring oh um no i thought it was just a really crunchy onion ring and it wasn't i was with pete and bateman and bateman went up and he was like he was like oh my friend's choking and th- i got free water free wow free voucher my money back and i got finished the rest of the burrito i'd made sure there was no other bottle to be fair there. there shouldn't be a, a bottle topping no there. and that's i guess that's what happens when you ask for them to take stuff out they put because <laughs> right I don't like I don't really like sour cream so I asked for no sour cream apparently they took offence to that so you won't be having your wedding reception at a Taco, uh, at Taco Bell. Bell that's why I said when I said Taco Bell at first I like, I wouldn't choose Taco Bell no definitely be Barbarita. definitely Barbarita.
1: <gasps> so what have you decided or, or do you have a strong prediction on
0: what would be the song that you have for your first oh, dance Oh, that's that's so good again I think it'd be a song that's like you know, for both of us is a big song. There's um Lost Boy by Ruby B, which is like a song about like being with Peter Pan. So I'm a Lost Boy. Okay. Land, usually hanging out with And that'd be kinda nice. There's Oh, from Back to the Future. Any song from Back to the Future would be good. Maybe the one from the dance where like I'm forgetting the name right now, which is really annoying. But like Mike McFar's like he plays the song and goes, Oh, maybe you guys aren't ready for that yet. Oh yeah. You know, that <laughs> like that would be pretty cool. Um, again, it's sort of like it's going to be a pop culture thing, and I think it's just going to be a pop culture thing that me and the wife would be interested in. Uh, one that I would, this is for like an epic first dance, and again, this is like big budget. But yeah, um, you know, great showman rewrite the stars, right? Okay, you know, like they have the whole routine with, with the ribbon and all that stuff, like the um, the trapeze and all that. Yeah, if we were both that dedicated. I'm dedicated enough to do this, and if the other person was interested that much in uh, Great Showman, which I feel like a lot of people are, it's a good film to do the whole trapeze thing for Zach Efron and Z- Z- as those. your first dance. Yeah, yeah. That's How amazing. epic would that be? Because everyone's like, you know, oh, let's just put on a chair and song, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. But imagine it's like, what we and like the us are just there, and everyone's was like, what the? that would be amazing. What the? <laughs> that like, would be, <sighs> yeah. And then everyone's like, yeah, come on, let's uh, let's go dance now. <laughs> do the walk around slowly dance yeah. as, a,
1: as, a, as a follow-up and to that. A, and
0: then after that, just be like, right, we're done. Mic drop and then just walk <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the high contender. Yeah. The other two were sort of like, maybe nice afterwards songs, but yeah. Brilliant. If not, if they're not into we can do Lost Boys now. I'll, I'll have a Peter Pan. you have a Peter enough. Pan. <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> or Spider-Man going and making an entrance. Do the whole theme of Spider-Man who's like, I'm saving you, MJ. Wow.
1: Shall we move on to talking uh, about death? This is probably the most serious part of the podcast, and the first question is a bit of a doozy. Are you scared of death?
0: I was going to mention this before, which is... I'm glad I didn't, because I do this a lot whenever like, podcasts or rude. As I mention stuff a bit too soon, and then, mm. oh, I remember that time I said this? Um, yeah. It was for this answer. So I think I'm not... The more I grow up, the less and less I'm scared of death, the more and more I'm scared of growing old. Right. that makes sense. It's very Peter Pan. Yeah, there's, there is there is a theme of this conversation. Conflict's going there. And I think the reason why I'm always, like, trying to get in as much as I can, like, I want to do this now, I want to do this now, I want to do this, 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 and trying to keep busy, is because I don't want to be, like, sitting down older and, like, my body not being able to take it anymore and being like i wish i'd done this i wish yep. i'd done that and i'm more afraid of that than i am of being like on my deathbed and being like Ugh. This, is, not... this is why i said that you and i
1: are so similar earlier on in the podcast yeah. i didn't do that in my 20s and have been doing that and trying to catch up in my 30s and 40s so <laughs> seeing you do it earlier does fill me with kind of like a pride yeah. because not that i waste in my 20s but i didn't achieve very much in my 20s i had a lot yeah. of fun in my 20s but i didn't achieve much and i didn't yeah. go for things that i should have gone for and to hear you say that and answer the question that way is it's just i know you don't identify as humanist but it's a very humanist way of looking at and things life, yeah. and um, that's a really nice way to answer that question thank you yeah. again very serious stuff have you ever experienced the death of a loved one
0: yeah, the part, the biggest one is probably the death of my dog, uh, Napoleon. Mm-hmm. It was a couple of years ago whilst watching I'm a Celebrity. I was in uh, Aberystwyth at the time. Uh, I was with my, at the time, girlfriend, and I uh, got a load of calls from my parents and my sister. It's not unusual for my parents to call quite a bit because sometimes they'll just randomly call and I'll be like, I'll call them back later and we'll have yeah. a conversation. But then and when it was my sister as well, I was like, well, okay, this is serious. And like, I'm going to take a... A step out, like, the episode of we just finished and stuff like that, and my girlfriend at the time with at the attic, so there was a spare room, and I just listened, and then it was, like, the call, it was, like, it's Napoleon, I was, like, and as soon as I heard that, I, like, kind of knew what it was going to be about, and, yeah, like, some hard, hard, hard tears, and, like, mm. I just went... I just remember going back, like, I didn't even go back to see her, and I was, like, I, was like, I just need to head off, and then... Went back, like the walk to back to when I was like five, ten minutes was boring the whole time. And then mm. went up straight to my room, didn't even interact with like any of my housemates, which is really weird because I always like like stopped for a conversation or whatever. Student houses are always really kind of social things, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. It was took its toll on me because you know, he was a big part of like my growing up and all that. He was my best, my best friend uh, <laughs> for the longest time. He's still my screensaver on my phone. Oh. Yeah, I just think he's been there, threw me through a lot of times and stuff like that. And one of the hardest things about going to uni was, like, leaving him, especially, like, because I knew he was getting older. But, yeah, and then, like, for a good couple of days, I was like, yeah, no, I need to... I think one thing that helped was thinking about the positives and, like, the positive impacts he had. And then I actually, at the time, I was doing a blog every weekend. One of the days would be, like, it'd be a personal, like, sort of, oh, what I'm up to this week and what film I'm like gonna watch this week because i was making my way through the top 250 imdb right and yeah dedicate like a whole blog to i remember it. a blog to the dog a dog blog a dog blog i remember the girlfriend at the time was not happy about that because i did not mention i didn't talk to her about that i didn't talk to anyone about the fact that my dog had passed away i thought that was like sort of my thing and then um yeah and then it was out there but i think the support sort of just letting it out sort of helps and obviously people give the messages because obviously like people give out messages to sort of to offer some support in any way they can But i think sometimes the biggest thing is to just sort of like take time by yourself or sort of post or like creating something in the memory of yeah of your dog and i I I think
1: i think people handle grief in different ways and the way you described isn't unusual but the way your girlfriend reacted also isn't unusual as, w- as well. I think yeah, what people expect to do, you to come
0: to them when perhaps that's not it's actually what you need. Yeah, exactly. It's, that's why I sort of understood that position. I was like, ah, yeah, like, I understand that, but like I did what I needed to do. And I think one of the things that sort of helped me through the process was I'd... I want to say like maybe a month before... A month month or like a few weeks more than a month. Um, I'd seen them and they'd been like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks before, actually, and they were, like, so ill, like, Napoleon mm. wasn't moving at all, like... Mm. And this dog was a very hyperactive dog, if you ever met Napoleon, like... I met Napoleon, he took you for a walk, you didn't take he him was, for a walk. He
1: everywhere, <laughs> like, the reason
0: why I'd, I'd get into running was because of him, he's like, he helped my football career, my footballing... <laughs> and um, exercising and wrestling very much in my cardio, because I would, I would run with him. And he was one of them whenever you stroked him, that was it, you were stroking him then. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He wasn't needy, but, like, for you doing it, you were doing it for yeah. the long run. And, yeah, like, one a couple of weeks before he did pass away, there was this, he was, like, wasn't moving, didn't look, like, wasn't up for eating, <coughs> literally any time you had food. Mm-hmm. I would make extra food because I knew he... Uh, he would want some, so I'd used to share food with him, which was very cute. But I it was getting really upsetting. I didn't want to go back to uni, because I was like, I hate to see him like this. But, like, it was dead cute, because, like, the last day or so or something, he actually, like, got up and sort of, like, showed last. Mm. And I'd, I'd like to believe that he knew that he was going soon. and nothing. I think, I think animals kind of do yeah. so a lot of the time. And he sort of, you know, that was his last sort of... And we had, like, a last sort of day together where we got to do stuff that we used to do. And that, like... It made me feel so much better. I was like, okay, he he did that. He did that for me at the time as well. I felt really bad. That's what helped me go back to you. And he was like, look, he did like a little thing. Yeah. Hopefully, when I see him again, he'll either be better. Or mm. you know, you sort of come to mm. terms with it. But yeah, I think that sort of helped. But man, so many tears. That was like yeah. End Game, Toy Story for all, but yeah, all the films and t- rolled into sort of like
1: and I'm, I'm glad you talked about napoleon because maybe people who've never had a pet that they were close to yeah. don't understand but losing a pet is is, is horrendous the, yeah. the grief involved if if you've never lost a pet or you're not a pet, a pet person pet, if you're yeah. Not, yeah if you're not a pet person then you can't understand it and i think people underestimate how traumatic yeah. the loss of of a dog or a cat, or, or a rabbit or a snake, whatever whatever right, your yeah, pet is. Paved, yeah. You know, you're a dog lover, I'm a cat lover. But I think people underestimate, and it's not helpful
0: when people belittle
1: the yeah. the,
0: the, the grief of losing a pet. Or when they say, like, oh, why don't you just get another one? yeah like it's it's to not, be fair that was the solution for me but it yeah. isn't the solution for a lot of people yeah like it's i think sometimes it's just like you wouldn't say that you know if you lost a kid you wouldn't say yeah why oh, don't you just get another kid exactly it's like, it's like if that work that works if something that like, doesn't work for all and i think like my family hasn't we haven't decided, like, like wanted to get another dog and stuff like that and something i think everyone in my family that i know of anyway connected first family like my mum and dad and then, like grandparents and that, have always had like a dog in their family growing up. So I think that would be something. If I was to have a family, would be if, if tell you what. There's a girl listening out to this podcast who either thinks I'm their ideal ideal man or just thinks, man, this guy's so needy. <laughs> No wonder he's single.
1: Disney wedding, Disney naming ceremony. Dog. Sorry, sorry. Marvel wedding, Disney naming ceremony, and a dog. dog. If that's the guy you're looking for, Fraser yeah. is for you. And We
0: can do a superhero wedding ceremony in no front stars. Star Wars. Any, any themed. i not, not too picky. <laughs> dog, of course, as so. well. If you've seen Marley, and me, that's the. I feel like that's the ideal setup. You know, you get together, you get a dog together, and then you get. Kid. I could just do this by myself as well you, that could. Might end up, you could get a dog That might end up being the case Get a dog But yeah I think that's the It's the My own version of the song Father and son is Find, it, find a girl Settle down Get a dog <laughs> 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 If you want You can marry <laughs> Brilliant But yeah I think like, that would be the biggest thing is For Peter Is so a pet dog I'm so a pet dog Yeah No he, You know Peter Barker yeah. Peter Barker, really? <laughs> you can't have a child called Peter and then a that, dog called true, Peter. Okay. And just shout, Peter the dog. Peter. <laughs> no, because <laughs> you have to say their full sake. name then. Peter Barker. And um, oh, what was the other one I was saying? Booster Golden Retriever. Booster Golden Retriever. Booster. Booster's a nice name for a dog, to be fair. That is quite cute. So if it's a golden retriever. Just. Mummy, <laughs> <What, Ronnie, laughs> why is uh, the dog called Booster? Because your father is a nerd.
1: Yeah. that that, that is true. <laughs> that is un- undeniably true.
0: Going back to serious stuff, um, do you want to be buried or cremated? Uh, so there's this cool thing that... Um, oh, I, w- I should really research the whole process behind it mm. because I think it's very similar... It might be similar to cremation, but there's... There's this new thing they're doing now where they can turn your body... I think they, like... They do some some science to it. They do some science to it, And they basically turn you into, like, a seed for a tree. So, like, you become a tree, in a way. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, I... I have
1: not heard of that. Maybe yeah. that's something I need to research myself. Yeah, you know, I'm exactly supposed to know cool. these things. Yeah,
0: um, I heard it on a podcast. So I don't know how legit it is. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, it legit. depends on the podcast, I suppose. Yeah, uh, suggestible. Because um, <laughs> I think that would be a nice thing. Sort of the way that it's sort of I've got over my fear of death is sort of looking at the positives I can do after life. Like, um, has this really good quote about how do I live forever and he's like well you can't live forever but you can live through people's memories and he's like oh should I write a great thing or just be like like, do kind acts be remembered for your kind acts Um, and I watched the film last Christmas a big part of that is like organ donation surprisingly you know because the song's like I gave you my heart so I've gone more and more with sort of like okay being organ donor and then try and do something good for the environment. So this tree thing is either they turn you into a tree or they bury you and then instead of having a tombstone you have a tree. Both are legit, I might do both. <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> I'll be a tr- I'll be a tree with a tree as a tombstone. So, okay. Cuz I think the cool thing is like obviously with tombstones people carve stuff in there, but yeah. with a tree you can always you can keep carving stuff. Yeah. Like pp hearts, uh wd, Peter pan hearts, Wendy Darling, you can do. Right, okay whatever you want or stuff like that or you know cute things can sort of be Mm. like added to the tree obviously sometimes the tree might need to be cut down and like replaced but i think that would be nice eco-friendly alternative fair
1: enough Um, all right so what reading do you think you'd like to have read at your
0: funeral again it's probably sort of like people has a lot to do with death because it's (laughs) he does the, you know the story. People, the story is about being the scared st- about growing
1: up and or death, isn't yeah, it?
0: Yeah, yeah, and sort of like the whole thing of like Peter Pan helps take kids to heaven or whatever. Well, there's different interpretations you can mm. get, so I can imagine seeing a lot about that, a lot of Spider Man stuff in there as well. And I think <laughs> if, uh, sort of the deepest stuff from it, but also people been like, oh. You know, I'd want my ceremony to be, again, like my wedding, like, uh, naming ceremony. It's like, ah, it's extra, but it's phrases So like... So something a bit more... What do you expect? A bit more spectacular than the norm, and certainly not as sombre as funerals tend to be. Yeah, I think, like, one of the quotes uh, from Peter Pan is like, to die would be an awfully big adventure. There's also the version, to Mm. "To live would be an awfully big adventure, which I'm planning on getting tattooed. on my foot, which is... It's gonna kind of be interesting. It's, I know a good tattoo artist. I'll send him your way. So that would be um, that'd be interesting. But yeah, and I think another big part of like because I think it's all about the speeches. Um, Jim Carrey does a, does incredible speeches, and he's another big influence on my life. I've said to people before that if I had the choice between playing peter pan spider-man or jim carrey in like a biopic i'd pick jim carrey and they were like wait really and i was like <laughs> yeah I just he. Just, yeah he had a huge impact on me Same um enough. but like a lot of his speeches are pretty cool like it's like you can fail at something you don't love see so may as well give something you love it a try and it's sort yeah. of it talks about like how his father went for the serious job and then got made redundant and stuff like that so i think something like that
1: so, so you'd want, maybe, maybe, maybe want like some ins- life lessons, yeah, stuff sort of in like it.
0: inspirational stuff and stuff like that, like rather so than a, a sad poem. About yeah, so like, it's ah, so like I like Fraser that. was happy because you know he gave all these things he did a try and sort of like mm. hopefully inspire someone. Again, it's sort of just sort of like passing on good memories. And I think the stuff that would have helped me if I was grieving, like mm. I wouldn't be mm. like, oh, I can't believe he died from trying to be Man and peter pan and actually jumped off a bridge <laughs> that's an idiot yeah um but like uh oh that's a really cool message he's got like yeah oh, uncle fraser did all that that's pretty cool and he's like mm. sorry we don't want you to be a lawyer and if you don't want to be a lawyer that's okay fair <laughs> enough i
1: like yeah i like that a lot
0: or something like that and what music would you want for your entrance
1: your reflection and the exit i mean by the sounds of things you want an outside wedding so maybe
0: music maybe someone would have to bring a uh, portable speaker or something oh, for this. coming out with like a speaker like you know the boom box trust the shoulder i I'm mean, I mean like you, you, you could <laughs> have a boom box or you could have something you know something that is from a decade oh my, that you were born oh in. my goodness have like if you can raise my arm so i'm holding the boom box <laughs> right so so okay that so, would be terrifying actually so what music
1: not. would you like on
0: on your boombox? Yeah, they probably be music from, they music from pop cultures like films and stuff. There's a cool song from How I Met Your Mother that's like the funeral, and it's from like the funeral. Episode. Okay, right. That would be cool. I'm resisting the urge to say the joke answer of, and serve and a warm bites the dust. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> that I have heard that that's been played.
0: Or the music that goes when everyone gets snapped away it <laughs> on um in, in Avengers <laughs> Infinity War. I That's guess it's yeah. perfectly
1: legitimate. <laughs> it's your funeral,
0: but no, yeah. I guess that sort of like it. It would probably be music from a film. Probably like I remember in Spider Man, there's the funeral one where like Peter's doing a monologue. That would be, I think, would be cool and stuff. And there's like you know, there's there's so much somber like Peter Pan stuff, like the flying stuff in the Lost Boy, like I mentioned before, mm. and obviously, but I think it, yeah, it'd just be like it'd be upbeat stuff and stuff that again was relevant to myself be nice and if there was like a special song that was important to either like me and my family or me and my wife at the time, there was like a, oh, this is the first song we made. So this mm, is the first song we made mm. together, so this is the last song we made.
1: Yeah, and I guess this is a snapshot of your thoughts now. It, the, 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 you know, you I don't could, yeah. have to, this isn't change. set in stone. This I, could is just
0: ba- I could come back next year and be going through my emo phase and go, I want my chemical romance <coughs> at the Black Parade. I, I, I don't think that. No, no, no. My father. You know what I've done with myself with that song? This is a total relevant talent. So there's, like, a remix of that with Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You. Oh, so i it. So now, in my head, that song is, in my head, as a Christmas song. <laughs> wow. So I started listening to it at Christmas. Like, uh, Rage Against the Machine is a Christmas yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, like, um, <laughs> just, I'm just thinking, when you said reflection, I'm just like, Maybe Mulan, what will my reflection show who I am inside Right. Okay. Oh, this, no, I tell you what, it'd be Jedi funeral music. <laughs> Jedi funeral music. Well, fair enough. And then just fade away. In fact, but if I mean, if you're saying I can become a false ghost, then that would be uh, <laughs> definitely a choice. I've thought actually about again because we talked about the one f- way I've tried to get over my fear of getting old is looking to old Luke Skywalker, and you know the. <laughs> So he goes to Ag 2 to sort of like, be like, oh, I'm going here and almost like a retirement. Mm. I think I'd like to retire there because it's an island in Ireland and if I have to get old, I'd I'd like to get old where Luke was. And there's Puffins. Exactly. Not Pogs, Puffins. (laughs) Wow. But I think that would be my way to conquer my fear of getting older, it's just be mm. like, right, I'll be old, Luke. The music of my funeral would probably reflect how old I am at the time. Mm. I, I have a feeling I might die young, because I just don't have that great of luck. I feel like <laughs> I'll take I'll take well, c- good care of my body, and then I get ran over by like a drunk driver. Wow. Um, but you, you don't know, do you? I no, exactly. So if I was younger of age, it'd probably be the stuff I'm saying now, but if I'm older of age, I'd be like, yeah, anything anything to do with luke luke's uh song you know the two sons looking out Mm. um yeah we can go to that island bury a tree there (laughs) brilliant eco-friendliness
1: so that's pretty much it thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today fraser where can people find you on the internet and do
0: you want them to find you on the internet? I know, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. I thought you were going to say, "Where can people find you?" Well, I usually walk around on um, <laughs> these days. I'll do this, and so on the internet, um, I think the best place to probably find me is the place I like the most is Instagram. Uh, so I'm at spider underscore pan underscore do want to get into the name. There's someone who already had Spider Pan. They've got, like, five followers. Will they delete their account? Probably not. Yeah, There's those. someone who's already took Spider underscore Pan. You can't have hyphens in your name. Again, that person's got, like, three followers. Not that I'm bitter. It's sad. Not that I'm bitter, but I've come to terms with my... Yeah, I've come to terms. Instagram's probably the best thing if you want to see some cringy... i was was gonna say geeky stuff mainly geeky there's pop culture references in there there's a bit of cheese but it's all mixed together to sort of best illustrate my personality (laughs) yeah
1: and there's loads of you and me of on uh on the youtube YouTube. yeah um on on my youtube channel mainly
0: but also on your youtube channel yeah the youtube channel's uh spider pan no hyphens or anything not that I'm aware of at the time <laughs> I, should, I probably should double check that I forgot that I had the YouTube channel mm. um, but I might be putting more stuff on the YouTube but like I say if you follow me on Instagram I usually put because I feel links. like that's where I've got the most there I'll put like yeah. links there um, there's a good place to look there as well because I put some wrestling stuff on there if you're interested in wrestling you'll see that there don't really put much Nickelodeon stuff on there because you know I'm friends with Patrick and Raph I'm not actually them right and then stuff like with the the TV stuff and the journalism stuff, I'll keep stuff updated on there. And yeah. Who knows, I might have to, in that job line, get more social media videos, like, get a Twitter, but don't have the best of luck with Twitter. You're not a fan? No, it's just hard to get the followers. Mm. That I always find, I feel like my friends aren't either on, that like they're either on Instagram or something else. mm Mainly just Instagram. Mainly actually. Instagram. You
1: see, I, I, I think this is a, a generation, generation thing. thing I like. don't like Instagram, but I know I need to get better at it. So maybe, yeah. maybe we can get together and uh, we can,
0: like, help each other. Yeah, definitely, that. like, <laughs> the support thing. And if, you are, uh, if you've are if you heard my naming ceremony ideas, wedding ideas, and you think, oh, this guy's the guy for me, uh, feel free to sli- slide into my, my DMs. Wow. If you're interested.
1: Have you got any other plugs other than trying to get a date?
0: I guess I should, I could promote other people's stuff, in a way. Like, if you are interested in going to America, I'd highly recommend it. And if you're ever worried about, like, working at a religious camp and not being religious, feel free to have a chat with me. Again, like, you can DM me. But I have, I've done articles that I feel like I've posted somewhere, but... I would actually be able to give you a link to them if I, if they're not um, available to everyone. Of like, working at a uh, religious camp and how it's mm-hmm. not actually that intensive as you thought, uh, I'd definitely recommend AmeriCamp if you're checking that out. Give it a Google, you'll be able to tell which one it is. Um, if you want to do that summer camp experience, uh, if there's anything else. How can people watch you on telly? On telly, it's KMTV, so if you Google KMTV... mm mm-hmm. Uh, you can watch it on there. And KMTV uh, stands for? Kent Messenger Television. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. If you live in the Kent area, you can see it on on just normal telly, things, on like Channel 8 or something. Yes, yeah, you can see me on telly. I usually talk about like, what's ever in the paper or what's trending on social media, which is always fun, because it's always stuff on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> this is how I go on Twitter, um, <laughs> using someone else's account. And going, oh, actually, there is some good stuff on here. I mean, it's stuff I've also seen on Instagram and elsewhere, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> the worst of it was, like, last time, because it, tra- it was a horror trailer that I had to see on Twitter. I was like, oh, my two enemies. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I should really promote. Oh, I've sort of accidentally turned into an actor when it comes to, like, I did Fort Park. I've done, you know, the Nickelodeon as a party host mm-hmm. for a bit. as Spider-Man and stuff like that. Amazing, with Cat at Noodle. If you ever want a party, superior party with your kids, Noodle is the one to go through. I probably won't be the superior anymore. Definitely re- recommend that. But Yeah, yeah look, ever- Noodle Performing Arts is what you're looking for yeah. on Facebook for that. If you're ever thinking about just going for an audition or something, like I just went for a Fort Park. I went for the Noodle audition. It worked out really well because of my camp stuff. I thought, oh, I'm a campy person. And then because of that audition, I went to Fort Park, got to work at Fort Park as a scare actor, and people were like... How do you get into that? literally like, just go to an audition and then Nickelodeon again, same thing. And then Disney. I have passed their audition once, but they didn't need someone my height at the time. And then I went to uni. So I will go to that audition again. So yeah, just look online for auditions and stuff like that. If performing arts, because like, I imagine you're going to get loads of different people. So I feel like I should, if it interests people, performing arts, just go for it. Go for your audition. And if you are scared and you're going for a Disney audition, hook me up. We can go together. <laughs> you know, I've made a plan, decade or year plan, to repeat a plan, so I go to loads of uh, these auditions and I'll go, come with you for more the report. <laughs> Instagram's the main one.
1: Well, thank you again, Fraser. It's been an absolute Thanks. pleasure to have you. Thanks again to Fraser for appearing on the podcast. I just love spending time with him and he was a natural choice to test out this format and I'm glad that it worked and I'm glad that I could bring that to you on this particular episode of the show. I do love the different perspective he has to Guy and I'm really hoping to get as diverse a group of people on this show. I don't just want to be interviewing people that I'm comfortable with, people that are similar to me, people even with similar beliefs and outlook and life to me. I want a podcast that shows all of humanity's wonderful diversity i have mentioned in the past that it's small businesses and friends that have small businesses that i was looking at focusing on for this show i just don't know what's going to happen with the coronavirus situation but that is the long-term plan of the show i've got plenty of interviews recorded and ready to go but it's just a shame that i can't use my podcast to help out friends whose businesses are currently in furlough that being said the coronavirus has affected me and my business not necessarily a negative way but obviously i can't do marriages at the moment and i've had more funerals regarding the coronavirus and i felt like i wasn't doing enough i felt like i was bored and wasting my time so i launched a ridiculous project, really, of a daily podcast. (laughs) And if you enjoy me rambling on about random stuff, I have a different guest every day on this podcast, and it's been going for the last month and a bit. So if you want more of me, with a perhaps more frivolous selection of topics such as Red Dwarf, or Disney Plus, or pandas, or the planet Mars, or a few wrestling-related things. Have a look at Don't Say the C Word. That's also on the We Made This Podcast network. All the links you need are Don't Say the C Pod on Twitter. And that's all I've got time for, this time on Life's Milestones. Looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. Life Stones is a podcast by me, Mark Adams. Follow me on Twitter, at MarkAdamsHC. That's also my handle for Instagram. If you're looking for my website, it's www.humanist.org.uk forward slash Mark Adams. If you're looking for my Facebook, it's Mark Adams Humanist Celebrant. All the information on how to use me as your celebrant is there. The show's social media is at life's milestones on twitter other than that i am just using my celebrant contacts for the show thank you for listening and we'll see you next time previously on the we made this network Brussels from Brussels.
0: Very difficult times, thanks to Bruce Lee, who makes... A or a brain injury. aneurysm. <laughs> that is debatable. we're not really yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, well, like, is he hallucinating? Is he actually seeing Bruce Lee? I That's, don't know. Uh, There's lots to unpack there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will get to it again.
1: Don't say the C word. And I think Birdemic, it's... So bad. I've seen, like, student films on, like, training on courses and examples and rough cuts that are just simply much, much better than what Birdemic presents you with. <laughs> yeah, they got, they get, well, the students have more budget than they did, apparently. I swear those birds are animated GIFs.
0: And in addition to that, you can tell that they're copied and pasted.
1: Yeah... For anyone who hasn't seen Birdemic, it is basically a shit version of Hitchcock's The Birds, with less plot, less tenseness. It's just shite. But because it's shite, it's entertaining. The Movie Palace.
0: On, On a more kind of abstract point, I guess, I mean, just personally speaking, how important do you think films are to us, I mean, us personally, or people generally... Uh, at a time like this um, very important I'd say what what do you think?
1: so I think um, films and classic films especially offer two things in particular it offers us a way to escape from our reality and for us in, in the opposite side of that it allows us to process our emotions check out all of these shows and more on the We Made This Podcast
0: Network